I think if you have a lot of ideas, is it, it it is hard to implement on any or anyone. Right? Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day, they built for hours and hours but didn't ship and didn't earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter came to help them find the way. Because of this, makers became founders and earned the money they deserve. Because of this, founders can have growth, freedom, and wealth. Until tomorrow, no code becomes the next big skill that changes the future of humanity. That's what I'm all about. Hello, my name is Abdulaziz, and from an ethical hacker to a European Ivy League business graduate, to a hypnotherapist to a growth marketer, I've lost everything twice. And now I'm rebuilding my life one more time, 1% a day. The No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter are for the makers and founders who have the proactivity, perspective, and persistence to go on this journey with me and get from the experts, as well as the experiences of other makers and founders, the answers about money, marketing, and mindsets, so that makers become earners, earners become founders, and founders get freedom and create wealth. I like our guest today. From the hard work of learning copywriting to the new feeling of being a no-code newbie, Abhinav Kumar lived it all. And he's here to share with you the realities of learning no-code, as well as his copywriting insights and how that can increase the success of your future no-code projects and your no-code projects today. Abhinav, how are you? I'm doing fine. Tell me, what was the moment when you got exposed to no code, you saw the power and how it's unique and different, and you thought, I have to learn this? Uh, It all started when I started browsing the Twitter. And uh, I I just made my account for the copywriting. I'm a copywriter, so I just wanted to share the copywriting tips. Then I found no code. I don't know where, but it just popped up in my in my profile. And then I started browsing the no-code projects and no-code apps, web apps. Then I start I I kept digging down, and then I found some cool projects, some cool uh, website or web apps, and that was really eye opener to me. And uh, that's that's how it all started, and that's. That is why I am very much fascinated by the no-code movement because the people around this uh, movement, sorry, this movement is creating a lot of a lot of cool projects that are changing the world we are living in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that energy, that energy that is in the no-code space, in the no-code community, especially on Twitter. Because, you know, I, I began learning coding actually in 1996. And then I did somewhat of a, uh, it was at a time called what you see is what you get 
my first website was on uh, online and it was found on Lycos and um, Asta Vista or what was <laughs> the name of that thing at the time. And uh, it's really wonderful. That energy was lost uh, in the normal other places, but this new birthing energy that is positive and that is world-changing is wonderful. It's enthusiastic and it's really, really great to feel it coming from every single person involved in no code. And to you, you said that you saw some projects that are changing the world. How do you think no code will change the world, really? Hello. Abhinav? Yeah. Yeah. How do you think no code will change the world, really? Uh, <clears throat> I just see it like we all have that creativity. When I was in my uh, high school, as you remember, I had an idea. I had an idea of an e-commerce store. And back then, I didn't know how to code. I was just searching on web, like how to uh, build an app and how to build an online store. So I had an idea. And back then, what I did, uh, I kept searching on online on how I can build an app. And fortunately, I found a website. They provide, uh, they usually build a website plus the uh, the app version of that idea. So I, I emailed them like, uh, hey guys, uh, I, I have an idea. Do you want, can you build it? Can you build this for me? So uh, the, the support guy told me, yeah, we can build this for you. Then I told him, uh, I don't have the money. <laughs> I don't have the budget right now. Uh, you just build it. Uh, I will. I know a little bit about marketing and I will scale it and you keep the profit and just give me some margin. So <laughs> back then I have the, that idea. So that's how I think uh, how we all have that. Uh, we all have. Uh, some kind of idea we all want to change the world we all have that potential right but we need a medium we need a tool we need a like framework or something to bring it to the reality so i think the no code is perfect for those people who have that creativity who have that problem solving skill and those people can make a real impact with these no code tools and I think the future is really bright. And uh, yeah. That's wonderful. To me, I believe that the skills for the future are basically three. Learning, which is the ability to learn and adapt and evolve. And marketing, which is the ability to communicate the value of whatever you have to people in a way that they can understand and that they get. And that isn't boring. And third is to turn ideas into test, to turn ideas into creations, to turn ideas into realities, to turn ideas into minimal viable products, and then see what happens and iterate based on what is going on. Because at the rate of change in reality, speed of implementation and speed of creation becomes too too valuable if you have an idea today and with no code you can test it today 
and see the potential and the feedback, that's much more valuable than waiting to uh, hire some coders and then uh, explain the idea and try to get them to understand uh, what you want and then or you know, to find a good one, spend a week or two or three, at the rate of change we're going at, by the time you're ready to ship your project, it's already maybe the situation changed too much. But if you release it with no-code tools, you can basically have three, four iterations in a week if you're inclined and therefore get your product market fit much, much faster. And about you as a person, what are you passionate about in life? And what did something that you learned from copywriting that changed the way that you see reality, that changed your whole approach to life? I think it's simplicity. Because when I started learning uh, copywriting, I, I remember those days, those days when I start writing the big chunk of copies and and those were those were blunt copies those copies doesn't make sense to anyone so then i started simplifying it and simplifying anything is a hard work so i learned the hard work how to simplify an idea how to simplify uh, an idea to the extent that another person can understand it and understand it very clearly so that I don't lose that person. So copywriting made me the capable person, made me uh, a, a professional that can simplify an idea that's inside my mind and present it to the another person. So I think that's the power that I get from the copywriting. That's beautiful. And I recommend to you um, the book by one of the best you know, writers and people that... I'm a big fan of, which is Edward de Bono, and he has a book called Simplicity, and it's uh, it's wonderful. It teaches the value and the importance and uh, his processes to simplify things. So to you, you know, some people, they think that the more ideas they present in one communication, the better. But from what you're saying, and I agree, the more you simplify to one core idea, the better. And why do you think is, that is important? Like, why not tell people 90 ideas and so that they have a lot more things to use and learn and, and uh, you know, think about? Uh, I think if you have a lot of ideas, is it, it, it is hard to implement on any or anyone, right? So I think, or if I talk about the copy that I write, I find a, a unique angle. I just find a unique angle and then I go forward with it. And then I, and later down, I talk about the benefits and the, their anxiety and their, uh, you know, objections. So I think we should start with one idea, one good hook or a great uh, or a big idea if i talk about uh, if i talk about other creators or other makers they start talking about four different ideas in one copy so i think they should start with one idea one big idea 
and then go deep inside that and talk about their objects and talk about the benefit related to that big idea so i think uh, this makes sense right so start with one idea yes and to me that is all based on the paradox of choice where people when you give them more choice they feel more satisfied but it paralyzes their action it leads to the uh, uh, analysis you know too much analysis the paralysis of analysis and therefore too many choices too many ideas too many things looks more rich and interesting but in reality it leads to a poverty of implementation and of action and you talked about finding a unique angle what like define to makers and to founders what is the meaning of an angle and you what is your process that lets you know okay i found this this is a good angle or not uh first of all i start with the beliefs that, that people have suppose that uh, i am writing a copy for a makers community so i will first start by finding out the what beliefs they hold because i have read somewhere a start from where the people are so i have to understand their that belief that they have i start by the finding the limiting beliefs or any kind of beliefs they hold by reviewing uh, their comments or mining their comments or uh, going and talking to other people to going and uh, going out there and talking to other makers and finding out what is holding them back and what are their aspirations what what do they want from me what what are their wants what are their core desires and then i then i distill down and it's not uh, you know the pixel perfect process or uh, a step five process i don't have that process but i usually get an idea like this is the most talked or most profound limiting beliefs that i found in the marketplace or found in the community so i should go with that because if a lot of people are talking about i am a terrible copywriter i am a maker and i am a terrible copywriter so this is a limiting belief so i have to go forward with forward with that so i just go with the numbers i just go with the uh, how many people are having that limiting beliefs and yeah that's how i choose uh, the angle the hook the way to say the way to present my idea so yeah yes so you're speaking about the uh, nlp pacing then leading where you begin by shared reality before you lead to a new path which is very very interesting so how like do you believe because some people believe this and others don't do you believe some people are born with the ability to be good copywriters or is it something that all people can learn or uh, most makers uh, should hire somebody to do it for them for me i started because when i started as a copywriter i didn't know 
I didn't even believe that I can become a copywriter. I start. I I never know like I can become a copywriter because I hate writing. So you are talking to a guy who who hate writing, and who have a very terrible handwriting, and he is a copywriter. So I I think and I believe and I am the living example of someone who hates writing, who used to hate writing. I love it. I love writing, but who used to hate writing, is now a copywriter. So yeah. any can in this world can learn the art of copywriting just by uh, rewriting the successful copies understanding the formula understanding the psychology and they are good to go and they do not need to become a wordsmith or uh, you know write up poetic words to add flair in their writing no it's not necessary you have to communicate the idea very well and as i remember you have posted an twitter you have tweeted a, a post on copywriting is not about just writing the beautiful words and adding flair to it it's about answering those questions that that's inside your prospect's mind so i think uh, this is a learnable skill and any anyone in this world can learn it beautiful and thank you for the kind words So to you what is the difference between writing and copywriting and some people they use the words they say I want engaging marketing copy what do they do you think they mean with engaging and what is the reality according to you of what makes marketing copy engaging I think it's about as you have uh, mentioned in your tweet it's about answering their questions so when you answer their question when you talk about their wants their pain points it 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 speaks to them it it resembles with them it resonates with them and they kept on reading because a lot of people think people do not read the copy it's not a, it's not a reality i have read a couple of uh, marketing copies that interest me and the reality is not a lot of uh, marketing copies is interesting so if you want, if you want to engage if you want to write an engaging copy the copy should be customer centric not me centric so i think the maker should focus on talking about the, talking about their motivation their pain points their their desires their benefits and that that's how they can write or they can craft uh, engaging marketing copy yes people don't read unless it's something that is interesting to them then they will read forever and ever because it's reflecting it's like a mirror to who they are and showing them a path forward and you said something you said you talked about customer centric copy versus me centric copy and some makers and some founders will say well when i talk about the features and the things that i am uh, offering that is beneficial to them that is not about me of course it's a uh, customer centric so what do you say about that and how can you explain the difference between customer centric and me centric copy see it's about 
telling 15 GB RAM or you can play uh, video video games endlessly so it's about feature and benefit when you are talking about your product you are battling between feature and benefit the feature is me centric and benefit is customer centric so when you talk about their benefit not your feature so it turns out to be customer centric and if you are talking about just feature 15 gb ram or uh, it, it has a quick turnaround so it doesn't make sense to them just tell them what it means to them when they if i talk about 15 gb ram so you can tell them or even show them you can a guy, you can show them a guy playing endlessly endlessly playing a video game so that's how they want to use your phone or you know i am just taking the example right it can be anything so you have to talk about their benefit not your features very true and you know let's talk about no code and your experience learning it is it easy what is your experience with learning no code do you think it's uh, easy for people to learn and what challenges or good things did you find when you were learning it for me everything has a learning curve it's not like i wake up and i started learning no code and i become good at it it takes time for me when i started learning no code my first tool was webflow and i remember i went from one course to another course just to find why this thing is not working and then i kept on learning and then i kept on learning and after a while after a while i the things started to flow i remember i stuck at a problem i stuck at a situation where i can't do a certain thing in webflow so i i was i was stuck there for 3 days i can't do i can't do any make sorry i didn't make any change or didn't make any progress for 3 days but still i stuck to it and figure out uh, how to do this and uh, i came out of uh, the solution so the first thing we have to understand we need to learn how to persevere if we if we have if you lose on this if you don't have the skill of perseverance then we are not going to succeed in anything if i talk about uh, business if i talk about marketing if i talk about blogging anything you take you have to be persevere so when you are starting starting to learn a skill or uh, learn a no code tool you have to be persevere with that and yes so when you start it's very good that's yeah go ahead no i mean i said in the beginning i said that the three uh you know traits of the person that this podcast is for is somebody who has the proactivity perspective and persistence which is also perseverance it's another word for it so in everything in life you believe people have to have the grit to persist otherwise they cannot succeed and that everything has a learning curve correct exactly you it's not easy but it's worth doing yes it's not easy 
but it's worth doing, which makes me think about this question. If we were having this interview five years from today, and you were looking back over those five years, what has to have happened in your life, both in your personal life and in your professional work life, so that you feel very happy with your progress? So you mean, uh, what? how do I feel back then to feel progressed in my life? Not back five then. Years, five, five years from now. Yes. And what happened in your life so that it's those five years feel very productive and very uh, much more successful, you know? Okay, okay. So if I talk about five years from now, it will, I just want to ship more products. I just want to solve more problems. And the, the more problem I solve, the more better the community will be and more better the world will be. So I I think if I have if I have the power, if I have a roadmap to to be something, to be to build something meaningful, I, I, I just or to solve some meaningful problems, I I will definitely work upon solving more problems with Use, using the no-code tools and uh, and see making me happy it, it 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 turns out to be solving problems because when i when i write a copy when i write a copy and then when i ship it to the my, my editor or my client they, they usually sounds happy they say like okay yeah that's a great copy that that's what make me happy so i think doing what you love and making other people happy about it or if i rephrase it uh, doing what you love and that is solving someone's someone else problem is 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 this this can make you happy so i think uh, five years from now i will solve more problems yeah that's beautiful I think it's very inspirational and true for many makers that they enjoy the process of problem solving. And Abhinav, if people want to learn more about you, maybe they want to see you and follow you on Twitter or discover more about you and your copy skills and your uh, services and your no-code projects, where can they find you? And what can they expect out of you? Like, what projects are you working on right now? Currently, I am, you know, dabbling around some tools. So, can I can get the understanding of that? What can I build from a tool? So, currently, I am learning the card, card.co, and uh, I have a planning. I have a, I have a solid plan to build an app with uh, glide apps and then ship it to uh, and do the marketing with the card and ship it to the uh, you know twitter or the product and so that's uh, what's my goal and if you want to reach me out you can find me on twitter by o k e y a b h i n b 
and my DMs are open, I am happy to chat with you. Happy to connect with you. For sure. And I will write it in the description how people can find you. Abhinav, it was really good talking to you today. I wish you a beautiful day right there. And I can hear some happy birds celebrating this moment. Yeah. So good day to you. Yeah, bye. Take care.